Hello, everybody. This is Rich Sports Talk broadcasting on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Spreaker, and available for download on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Thank you so much for joining us here on the program today. And it's another edition of It Sucks to Be. And this is a new segment we've been doing. Last week, it was Philip Rivers. Of course, if you'd like to hear any of our latest podcasts or get in touch with the show, you can email us, richsportstalk at gmail.com, or reach out to us on Twitter using the handle at richsportstalk. And you know what? It sucks to be an NFL official. Because all I've been hearing for the past couple of days is, oh, those referees are terrible in New Orleans. They should be fired. They should be released from the NFL. They should replay the game. Relax. Relax on all of that. Everyone at home. It's easy to be an official at home when on the camera you're getting five different angles, five different replays, and they're all in slow-mo. I'm a high school football referee, so I know how fast the game can be. And that's with just maybe, if we're lucky, one or two Division One athletes on the field. You're talking about the best players at the fastest speeds in the world. And you want them to make perfect decisions. They're human. They're not going to make the perfect call every time. And the biggest thing I've heard about this week is the NFL wants to or is considering looking into how they can overturn a penalty or pass interference. There's just one problem with that. There was no pass interference called on the play. So you're now giving coaches the authority potentially to not only go over what is a call on the field, but what isn't a call. So a coach can throw the challenge flag and say, I think that was a pass interference, but there was no call of pass interference. Well, I, I think there is. People think the refs are out to get teams and that that call costs the game. And I understand that in that moment, it did influence the Saints. But I also want to remind people this. The Rams only had two timeouts, and the Saints chose to pass on two of those three downs. If they'd simply run the football and not try to get cute, they would have left no time on the clock for the Rams and could have kicked the field goal. But instead, they tried to get fancy on first down, then threw the football, which resulted in an incomplete pass. They ran on second down to kill timeout, and instead of just running it for another burning timeout for the Rams, the Rams would have no timeouts. They decided, we're going to try to get the first down, and I understand how New Orleans is frustrated. But I want to remind people this. People think, because it was one of the last calls of the game, that there weren't bad calls. And you can go online right now, and you can research countless calls that the refs missed in that game. You're going to miss calls in a game. And I understand that this one came in a crucial time. But I also want to remind people this. The Saints still kicked the field goal. The Saints had the lead. The Saints' defense had to keep the Rams out of field goal position. They couldn't. The Saints got the ball first in overtime. They turned it over. This wasn't the last play of the game. The Saints had multiple opportunities to overcome this call. Think about this game as well. First two possessions, Saints go down the field and kick a field goal. Then they get a terrible interception that was deflected off Todd Gurley because Todd Gurley couldn't catch in this game, and that led to another field goal. So you're not telling me if New Orleans, who drove the length of the field, they couldn't score two touchdowns. It's a 14-0 game early with that crowd and that building. That changes the complex of the game. I know it's easy to jump on one call, but there are so many factors in the game. There will be bad calls that shift momentum, but they're not the reason for a team losing the game. 
when you're taught in youth sports and youth football, one of the things coaches always say, and it's almost cliche, is don't put the game in the ref's hands. What does that mean? I want you to go out there and perform so we have a lead so that a fluky call can't decide the game. I always say this. If you are not good enough to win in regulation or if you have a call that goes against you that costs you the game, you didn't really deserve to win that game because it was too close. And I understand people are upset about this in New Orleans, and I even see them petitioning to try to get the game back. But look, these referees, people think the refs are out to get the fans. But more so than any other sport, I really want you to think about this. The NFL listens to you, the consumer, more than their other leagues. Baseball's rigid. They don't want to change their rules. NBA takes a little bit of while. But remember last year, what was the biggest problem with the league last year? It was the catch rule. What did they do? They changed the catch rule to make that a catch now. This whole season, you know what was the number one complaint I heard in the season about football? I think you already are guessing it, but what is it? Oh, yeah, it was, oh, there's too many flags in this game. Just let them play. Let the, let the guys play. I'm sick and tired of all these flags. Did you notice in the playoffs the refs have put the flags away? It's because they're listening to you. The NFL is listening, and they're telling their officials, look, don't flag everything. Let the games play out. There was one reason the Chiefs and Patriots game was great early. It had great flow. Why? There was only five penalties in the first half. This Saints game, there was a lot of pulling. There was a lot of contact with receivers. But when the refs set the precedent early in this game, the players have to adjust. The referees early will let you know, are they calling it tight or are they calling it loose? Are they going to let more things go? And the players have to adapt, and so are the coaches. Because there's different crews that will adjust. There's certain crews that will look to call everything. There's other crews that will look for more obvious calls and let you play a little bit more. Both of these games on Championship Sunday, they let them play. They didn't want to have the whistle be the determining factor of who got to the Super Bowl. There was a lot of this on both sides, a lot of chippiness. There was a lot of grabbing, a lot of contact with receivers, but they let them play. And these were two of the best games that I can remember in recent memory. And I understand that Saint fans feel that they got hosed on that call, but they had opportunities. New Orleans, blame your offense for not punching it in the first two possessions of the game. Blame your defense for allowing the Rams to get into field goal range. Blame your offensive line for not protecting Drew Brees and forcing an interception. There are so many other factors. It's the scapegoat method. It's easier for fans to blame something else than their team. The best example I can think of is Chicago Cubs. Everyone remembers the Steve Bartman play, and everyone's first reaction when I say that is, oh, my God, Bartman cost the Cubs the game in that World, in the, in that championship game series. They, they didn't go to the World Series because of him. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Do you remember what game that was? I bet some of you just said game seven. No, it was game six. And the Cubs had a three to one lead. And it was a foul ball. Was it Steve Bartman's fault that the Cubs gave up, I believe it was eight runs that inning, maybe nine, in a single inning after having one out? Was it Steve Bartman's fault? that their shortstop had a tailor-made double play ball and he booted it in that inning and they would still have gone out of that inning. Oh, and it was Steve Bartman's fault that the Cubs lost in Game 7. 
Oh, and it was Steve Bartman's fault that they lost in Game 5 and had a 3-1 lead in the series and couldn't win the last three games against the Marlins. Oh, I- I'm sorry. It was all Steve Bartman's fault. See, there's other factors that go into it, but we try to blame as fans something. It's not our precious team. Saints fans don't want to blame Drew Brees, even though he threw seven touchdowns and five interceptions down the stretch and was outplayed by Jared Goff in this game. Saints fans are going to blame the terrible play calling by Sean Payton instead of running the clock out, trying to get fancy and throwing two passes instead of running the clock and making Saint. I mean, Los Angeles, I still get tripped up with that. Los Angeles using their timeouts. Oh, no, no, wait. It, it, it was the fact that the Saints got the ball first in overtime and they couldn't do anything with it and they turned the football over. You know, Saints fans, they want to blame the referees, but they don't want to blame the mistakes their team made. It's easier. It's a lot easier. Oh, it's my fault that I'm not successful. It's because of this person. No, well, it, did you have you looked in the mirror? It could be your fault. It could be that you're not getting it, and it's easier. We do this all the time. We like to blame other people so we feel better about ourselves. But in this situation, everyone is just slamming these referees, and I'm saying, you know what? It sucks to be them. Do you realize how fast the game is? Go sit on a sideline. Go stand on a sideline. Watch that real time. Watch those plays and penalties. Don't don't even watch in slow motion. Watch it in real time. And the NFL does everything they can to get it right with the challenge flags, with the replay of the scoring plays. They're trying to make sure every call is right. They changed the catch rule because you, the fans, were saying, what the heck is a catch? They did that for you. I mean, the NFL cares about you, the fans, more than any other league how many times have they made rule changes in favor of you the fans in favor of offense in favor of fantasy football they care about you they care about the viewing pleasure baseball it can take 10 years for a rule change football they can make a change mid-season it's all about you the fans and they told those crews look we what's been the biggest complaint it's been the flags don't throw 50 million flags out there you know that those refs were told, don't decide the game. And I understand by the letter of the law that that probably was a pass interference play. I understand that. But for everyone saying, oh, that cost the Saints the game, no. What cost the Saints the game was that they didn't run the ball on first down. They didn't take the clock all the way down. They didn't make a stop with the Rams with no timeouts and let them get in the field goal range. And then, oh, by the way, they got the ball first in overtime, and then they turned the football over. Yeah, it, it was all the referee's fault. The refs... You know, they they picked off Drew Brees on that. I forgot. And, oh, by the way, the refs let a lot of calls go that would have went in the favor of the Saints, including a couple face masks that would have given the Rams first down. And, oh, yeah, let's not forget that we're not blaming the Saints. First drive, go the length of the field, can't punch it in, get three points, then get a gift turnover and they can only get three points out of it. I'm sorry, they couldn't go up 14 to nothing on the first two possessions of the game with that crowd noise and take advantage of that. Oh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. The, the refs were, you know, they made those defensive stops on the first two possessions of the game. I, I forgot that. So everyone loves to blame the refs, and it sucks to be an NFL ref because it's easy to get grief. You get grief on everything as an official. I can't tell you how many times as a high school official I get grief Every call, every single call, and people don't realize how hard it is, how fast the game is, how quick you have to react. 
And you also have to understand that as officials, we are trying to make the game as fair as possible, but also as clear as possible. That situation, the NFL made it clear in this whole playoffs. Have you noticed the flags have gone down? They've told the refs, hey, let them play. If it's close, let it go. And that was a bang-bang play. Everyone's saying, well, in slow motion. It, watch that in real time. And I understand in the replay, you can see he's not looking at the football. But bang-bang, it looks like they get there at the same time. I mean, instead of getting on the officials, we should be getting on the Saints. And, oh, by the way, I thought this was hilarious for the Saints. The ownership crew coming out and saying, you know, the NFL officiating crew has no integrity. Well, 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 that's that's uh, very interesting, New Orleans. Uh, weren't you the franchise that had Bounty Gate? Oh, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. You were the franchise that was paying players to put targets on opposing players. And your coach got suspended. Your general manager got suspended. Your D coordinator got suspended. And you paid a bunch of fines. And you're telling us about integrity. You're telling the refs have no integrity in this game, yet you are the franchise that was famous for putting bounties on other players' heads. I just find that very interesting. Okay, New Orleans, the the refs cost you this game. I mean, I understand it was a call, and it would have changed the outcome of the game, but the Saints had more than enough opportunities after that chance, and we're not blaming the play calling on that whole series where they could have run it three times, probably even gotten a first down with the Rams' poor run defense, although the Saints weren't running the ball well that day. Milked the clock on the way down, so the Saints would I mean, the Rams would have had a hard time to score, and they get the ball first in overtime, and the defense. You know, I'm sorry, I didn't know the refs played defense you know, defense for the Saints. I, 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 you know, I didn't know that, you know, it's it's the ref's fault that Jared Goff got them into the field goal range. It's the ref's fault that the Saints got the ball first. It's the Saints' fault that Drew Brees threw an interception. And, oh, by the way, it's the ref's fault that Zerline kicked a long field goal to send Los Angeles to the Super Bowl. I, I, I understand that the first down there changes the game and likely ends the game. I get that. But – New Orleans had chances. New Orleans had multiple chances. Could have gotten a stop on defense. Get the ball first in overtime. Get a, Make another defensive stop in overtime. But they didn't do any of that. And I know it hurts because these two endings for the Saints the last two years with the Miracle in Minnesota and this, it's hard. I get that. I've been a Jet fan. I understand how painful some of these playoff exits and losses they are. I get that New Orleans fans. I get that Saints fans. I know it's gut wrenching. But and I but I also know this. It's easy to blame the official and the third party than looking in the mirror and blaming yourself and blaming your team. Cubs fans blame Steve Bartman for 2003 instead of, I don't know, blaming the pitching staff for giving up all those runs in the eighth inning and then the team not winning game seven. Yeah, I, I forgot Steve Bartman. You know, he was the starting pitcher for game seven for the Cubs and he got rocked in the first inning. Oh, no way he wasn't there. I'm just saying, everyone loves to jump on the officials because they're the easy scapegoats, but look at your team. New Orleans, you had multiple opportunities and that game shouldn't have been close the way it started. You could have easily been up 14 to nothing and buried this Rams team early. But you couldn't do it. It's easy to blame the referees. But maybe you should be blaming your head coach in the play calling and your team for not responding to the adversity.
That's going to do it for this episode of Rich Sports Talk. Thank you so much for joining us. Another edition of Sucks to Be This One, an NFL official, because they don't get the credit they deserve. They have one of the hardest jobs in sports, but they're easy scapegoats for teams who and fans who can't see that, hey, maybe their team could have played better and maybe executed better. But I digress. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Lots of great content coming up, including me defending the New England Patriots. I know, I know as a Jet fan, that's hard to believe, but that's coming up. Make sure you listen in to that later this week. That's going to be a great episode. Lots of draft coverage coming up. Lots of great content on the way, including where are they now? A Super Bowl edition that is in the works. You're going to love to watch that. Make sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to the podcast on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Spreaker, or Apple podcast and downloads on itunes if you'd like to get in contact with the show an athlete you'd like feature email us rich sports talk at gmail.com or the twitter handle at rich sports talk but until next time i'm nolan rich and this is rich sports talk